Section 2, Lesson 15. Jesus has said it all about himself. Let's go to Revelation 22, verse 18 to verse 19. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of this prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these words, God will add to him the plagues that are written in his book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. Guys, your disbelief in what the Bible says does not render it void. I will say this again. Your disbelief in what the Bible says does not render it void. It is important to know that my belief in what the Bible says doesn't render it void, doesn't change what it says. Perhaps what is most important is to understand that a belief in what the Bible says changes me and a disbelief in what the Bible says leaves me the way I am. When something is believed, it is acted upon. What we should understand as people is that God has nothing to lose. Daddy, guys, he has nothing to lose. What we should understand is that Jesus has nothing to lose. What we should understand is that the Holy Spirit has nothing to lose. When they say something, it is something that will benefit us, not them. They are not here on earth. They are not under Satan's kingdom. They are not here. We have actually covered this topic in our past teachings, guys, but I know that repetition is extremely powerful. I would like us to make example in order to make our point vivid. Jesus has said that we are all born short of his glory. What this means is that we are born with a fallen nature like Satan. Not that we did something to ourselves, but because someone else did it on our behalf. Whether I believe this or I don't believe it, it does not change or make void what Jesus said. If I believe it, I will do something like getting saved. To make sure that my spirit is cleansed and make sure that i keep his commands to remain spiritually alive if i don't believe it i will remain spiritually dead and don't change a bit it is not what i think that matters but is what the bible says that matters going to the next example jesus has told us in his word that we should i mean jesus has told us what we should do and shouldn't do then he have told us the consequences of disobeying his uh, words I might not agree with what he said, but the consequences will take place whether I believe it or not. You see, guys, the sad thing is that we are free to do whatever we want to do, but we cannot get rid of the result thereof. That's the sad part. The result will come with the action taken, unfortunately. There is something very powerful about our actions, guys, that they produce a result. Most churchgoers try to use prayer as a cancellation of an action. Believe me, it has never worked and it will not start with you. To get back to our example, Jesus has said that failure to obey his commands after knowing the truth, we will go to hell. Hebrews 10 verse 26 says, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fearing indignation which will devour the adversaries. Whether we believe this or we don't believe it, we will go to hell. My belief of it will not change Jesus' word, but will change me. I am not trying to say bad things about people or churches, but for the sake, guys, of making my point clear, unfortunately, I will have to make examples about churches. I'll say this again. I'm not trying to say bad things about churches, but for the sake 
of making sure that you understand what I'm trying to say, I will use churches. Take, for example, the Roman Catholic Church. They believe that a person can do wrong things as long as they confess their sins. While it's true we have to confess our sins, but this refers to a person who has not yet been taught the truth and does not yet know of it. This refers to a person who is still a child in the Lord. Now, their, their preaching have killed spiritually everyone who listens to it. Many don't have Jesus because they keep sinning and blood is not available and had never been made available in the first place. Why? They do not believe in the cleansing of themselves, of Adam's sins. They don't believe in salvation. Salvation is actually cleansing yourself from Adam's sins. They don't believe in salvation. How many people are spiritually dead inside that church and calling on the name of Jesus who can't even hear them simply because preachers don't believe in what Jesus says? Again, I want us to talk about this church called Jehovah's Witness. These people don't believe in the existence of hell. If I am saying I'm a witness to something that you are saying, shouldn't I agree with what you are saying? If I contradict what you say, then I am not your witness. If members of this church claim that there is no hell, meaning they have proof of what they are saying, then they are not Jesus' witnesses. Why? Why? They, guys, there are many Jehovah's and Jehovah's. I mean, guys, guys, there are many Jehovah's. And the Jehovah they are witnessing for, I'm telling you, is not a Jehovah who wrote the Bible. It can't be. You can't say you witness something of someone who... You disagree with it, guys. I mean, like, I mean, like, seriously, guys, I'm not learned. I'm not educated, but I know you cannot say you are a witness of something that you disagree with. It doesn't make sense even to me, an unlearned, uneducated person. Please. There are so many Jehovah's, and that Jehovah they are witnessing for, believe you me, it's not, it might be Jah, but it's not Jehovah. There are so many churches who call on the name of Jesus, but its members slaughter goats and rams to sacrifice to their gods. If Jesus said we should use his blood, and, and then I use another blood, it means I don't believe in what he wrote. Again, salvation churches claim to be preaching the undiluted word of Christ. Didn't Jesus say that only he who does his will will live forever and, and, and enter his kingdom and that the Holy Spirit will pray? On this person's behalf, didn't Jesus say that we shouldn't love the world and the things of the world? Didn't Jesus say that we shouldn't be lovers of money, but of his word? Among the different churches I've mentioned, which one preaches most about riches and the world blessings? Salvation churches, duh, now tell me, which church really believes in Jesus? All churches start off as Jesus' church end up Satan's churches. Tell me, which church really believes in Jesus? None. Enough about churches. Let's get straight to us as individuals now. Using the same examples I use above. If Jesus says I shouldn't save money but save his word, then I run after every opportunity that provides with money. Why thank Jesus for it? I mean, he had already said that we are deceived by riches here on earth in Matthew 13, verse 22. If he says I shouldn't love the world and its things and I decide to live in luxury, why thank Jesus for it? I mean, guys, he has said it already that we shouldn't love the world things, meaning we shouldn't uh, go for luxury. Why do we lie about Jesus? Is it because we are so thirsty to be seen as Christians? 
that we still do as we please and thank him for it. If I decide to live my own life and do my own will, why do I keep calling on the name of Jesus? Because Jesus has already said failure to do his will means I will never live forever. I will never enter his kingdom. I will never have the Holy Spirit. Like seriously, what, guys, why do I have to waste my time going to church, reading the Bible and praying? In short, Jesus has said everything to us about himself. He has told us what he allows, what he rejects, what he will do, what he will not do. Lying about things and say it is Jesus who is doing them for us cannot and will never change his word. We do not have the power to change his word. Christians were given a certain level of power, but it was never the power to change his word. You change his word, you die spiritually. That's why we don't have that power. We have the power to defeat Satan by doing what Jesus says, but you don't have the power to edit and omit his word. It does us no good. We end up losing him in the end. I always say it is okay to be deceived, but it's not okay to deceive oneself. It reveals stupidity. You see, guys, it's okay if you are deceived. If you go to church and you hear your pastor preaching about money and riches and say, just going to bless you with the things of the world with luxury, it's okay you are deceived. It's understandable. But when you can read the Bible on your own and say, no, what the pastor is saying is not right. I mean, and then you continue going to the church, then you are a stupid, you're not blind. There's a difference between a stupid person and a blind person. You are stupid because you know the truth, yet you're acting as if you don't know. Don't be a stupid. Thank you.